was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you? Today is a great day. Good. It's going Good. well. Yeah. And you know what else is going well? What? Registration. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, you've been watching the numbers I have. come in. It, it's, they're literally <laughs> pouring in. <laughs> they are. It's really going so well. Just One of the fun things that we do. <laughs> I think it's fun. I it don't know if anybody fun. else thinks it's no, fun. No, it's fun. Maybe I'm just forcing it on win, everybody. But it's but fun. <laughs> one of the fun things. One of the things that we do. Yes. Let's just say that. No, it is fun. We try to guess how many athletes we're going to get in a week's time. Yes. So we go from midnight on Sunday to midnight on Sunday, and we have just kind of a little informal pool, yep. and there's a little prize for the mm-hmm. person who picks the closest one. And I'm going to say, like generally speaking, over the last almost <laughs> month. We've undershot. Yes, we have. Almost always. Yes. So that's a good thing. You know that last week, it yes. was over 600 I in know, a week. In a week. Yeah. Which is the th- Who would have thought? Which is the third week that registration was <laughs> yes. open. So they're still just coming in. We kind of get those big numbers on the first week. There's a lot of excitement. Yeah. We have a very competitive uh, audience, so they want to be the first ones in. They want to cross the finish line first. Right. They want to register first, you know. Um, so we have those really big numbers at the beginning, but they've continued right. to be big for us. So they we're have. really excited. As of right now, we have over 2,700 total registrations, Gee. which for this time of year is just fantastic. Yeah. There's yeah. still room to go like we're going to get way more than that we're anticipating over 11 maybe even Mm -hmm. 12,000 athletes this year but to be at almost 3,000 three weeks in yeah uh, three weeks in a little bit is amazing so we're super excited about that we just need more venues we just need more (laughs) venues for (laughs) for some of the sports yeah for sure (laughs) Uh, some of our sports are starting to fill up so yes, we want to make sure everybody knows that. Don't delay. Mm-hmm. Get registered today. You can do that at SeniorGames.net mm-hmm. as well as find all the schedules and the mm-hmm. rules and all the frequently asked questions. Anything you need to know about the right. games, how to compete, how to volunteer, how to be a sponsor, how to mm-hmm. just be involved, how to be connected. All of that is available at SeniorGames.net. Mm-hmm. So check that out. And Lil, with everybody registering and getting mm-hmm. ready to register over the next several weeks, couple of months, several months, I should say. Uh, I thought it might make sense to talk a little bit about how to avoid injuries right. in the training process, <laughs> right? Yes. I know all the training that you're going to be doing <laughs> right. for your events yes. coming up. You want to make sure that you're avoiding injuries. So today yes. we've invited Dr. Christian Millward to join us today. Uh, Dr. Millward is the medical director for the Huntsman World Senior Games and has served in that capacity for over 10 years. Yeah. I can't believe it's been that long. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, he received his Doctor of Medicine degree in 2004 from the Medical College of Wisconsin. He then completed his medical residency and fellowship at Utah Valley Family Medicine in Provo. He's currently the Director of Sports Medicine at Intermountain Health in St. George, Utah, and is the head team physician at Utah Tech University. And lest you think that he does not practice what he preaches. He is also an accomplished triathlete, having done a bunch of triathlons and Ironman races as well. Dr. Millward, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thanks. It's been fun. It it has been fun. Um, Over a decade. Wow. That's amazing. I've been down here now. 
15 years. Yeah. Wow. And I think it was only a couple of years in that I, yeah, I, I, I ran into Kyle. I remember where I ran into him. I know. When, when <laughs> and we yeah, got talking yeah. about something, and it yeah. came up, and he's like, what are you doing with this? And <laughs> I'm like, uh, nothing. And, <laughs> and here you are, and 10 that years was, later. I, say. I think Lil has a similar story, too. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. When you see Kyle coming down the road. Run. Run the other yeah, direction. Run, run fast. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you end up having the experience of a lifetime yes. with some of the amazing athletes that come from all around the world. No, it's been great and we've, we've appreciated your work and your help and your service yeah. but also your friendship it's, and it's, yeah. it's been, been fun so so like I said we want to talk a little bit about uh, sports injuries and um, getting ourselves ready to go for what's coming up you've been doing this for a while um, what's the biggest injury that you see you know that's a good question because I think you'd get there's two types of injuries you'll see You'll see the injuries like before they get here, and right. they're trying to kind of just. I want to just compete. They've been looking forward to this for all year, and that's trying to get ready. trying to get ready. And then something happens right before, mm-hmm. and then so that you know your typical musculoskeletal type stuff. But every year, you know, we'll have we have a few injuries during few the injuries event. during the event. Yeah. From I remember a guy coming down Snow Canyon there and hit the speed bump on his oh. bike yeah. and a couple and of went down and went down and. <laughs> Yeah, we'll leave it at that. It was, yeah. you know, I think I, whatever he did, you know, broken arm and a few things like that, and yeah. the rash, yeah. road rash Aww. and stuff, which happens. But then that's the ones we always think of, right? Right. Is that, hey, I pulled a hamstring or I aggravated my Achilles. But I think you also have to think of the cardiovascular aspect of it and that because it does happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all of us. But obviously, as we get older. As we age, right? As we age, that's mm-hmm. more of a issue than, say, the high school, college yeah. athlete right. that – with them having something that way. Sure. So. Yeah. Although that can happen there as well. It's right. the anomaly, but <laughs> yes. certainly right. certainly there. So I want to like dig in just a little bit, focus in on some of those, the, the ones that we think about, not so much the cardiovascular. Right. Um, we're not going to jinx anybody. <laughs> we're going <not, laughs> to try to avoid that one as best we can. But, but certainly, as you said, like as we're getting ready for that sport, whatever the sport is, whether it's swimming, track and field, softball, mm-hmm. tennis, pickleball, whatever it is, you want to be at the peak of your game. You want to peak at the right time. Right. And sometimes maybe we overdo it just a little bit, right? So how do you avoid that? Well, I think, I think, that's, I think that's the question we all want to know. It comes up all the time, right? <laughs> and I think the hard part with that is that's one of the reasons I love sports medicine is you take – I don't want to pick on people, but some of the general population is sometimes – you're almost pushing them to get active and go right. do something. Right, right, right. And you get athletes, no matter what their age, sometimes that's pulling the reins back and saying, <laughs> hey, slow down. We're almost there. You can't do this too fast, right? And so a lot of times the phrase, you know, you, you go start low, go slow type of thing. And I think as we age, those muscles and tendons, they don't have the same elasticity that we want them to. I joke with patients and family members and a lot of people all the time, you know, mentally – yeah. You never age. It's Absolutely. like, hey, I can keep going. Your brain says, I'm going to do this. And then sometimes your body's the one that says, no, you're Hold not going to pull that off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind slow of down. Slow down. And, uh, yeah. But if you plan for it and prepare, so that's where the critical part is, like the weeks, months before, is if I'm going to do, I don't know, one of the running events. And I haven't run the 50 meters. We were talking this before we started. Right, yeah. Running yeah. the 50 meters. If I haven't done a 50-meter type sprint in weeks – you know, the risk of Achilles or hamstring or some of those mm-hmm. things at the, just, at the just showing up itself. like, I can do 50 meters because it's easy. It's quick. Yeah. Well, there's different muscles firing, and that's when you're going to say, like, yeah, 25 meters in, you're kind of hobbling or something. <laughs> oh. 
So it's kind of that conditioning a little bit. Yeah. Not just for that, but if it's, hey, I'm not going to run a 50 meters every morning type of thing, mm-hmm. but right. let me go out and go for my walk and then some light jogs and conditioning the muscles for that activity and then throw in those sprints that, you know, if that's the sport, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's a throwing sport, similar idea. You say, hey, I'm not just going to show up and I haven't played softball since I was in high school, but what the right. heck? And yeah. then <laughs> your rotator cuff field. goes out and something goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of that's that build up and plan for it, right? You mm-hmm. say you're saying in the beginning that already several thousand people have signed up. Yeah. Well, if they know now that they're already doing it, now's got, the time. Now's to, the time to say, "Hey, look, I know I'm yeah. doing this." Most of them have been doing it right. year-round anyway. They're right. already, that's the idea, is, right? They've been doing it, so it's not as big of a deal. But for some, maybe there's like, "Hey, I haven't done this in a while. I'd like to try it." It's I th- yeah, plan I th- for it and kind of work it up, and then start where you are, work up to correct. it. Correct. And yeah. I think I think what you said is right on. I, I think we have. Um, maybe two kind of distinct groups. The, the one is the group that does compete year round and they mm-hmm. go from competition to competition and, you know, whether that's softball tournaments or, you know, they're checking out what those, you know, those master swimming events or whatever. And you kind of maintain and keep just a level of fitness. And then maybe you do some tweaks leading up to just, just before the competition, just right. to be ready to go. But you kind of maintain that higher level. And then we also do have some athletes that are just like, oh my word, I never even knew this thing existed. I just want to <laughs> go try it because it's so exciting. Exciting, and um, that's probably where you start to see some of those. That, polls and yeah, and even with that, but like then that. you know, you know, know your limits too. Yeah. I mean, I was looking just when I we got asked to do this. I was like, what kind of events? I know most of them, but yeah. mm-hmm. like I saw rugby. Right? <laughs> no, I didn't know rugby was an event. I thought that could be really fun. I, but that's gonna. I'll tell you, it is. It is fun. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I, it was. It was. Uh, we we. We offered it. I questioned if if it w- could happen, just because it's rugby, it's right? Way. It's rugby. But man, I went out and watched it. It was incredible. It yeah. was absolutely incredible. The athleticism. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The violence <laughs> was more than I anticipated. I knew. I knew it was a very physical sport. I have told this story before, but I was standing on the sideline. This guy comes out of the game. He's got this gash on the top of his head. Like, I saw his skull. I was just standing there. I saw his skull. He's like, hey, honey, I'm assuming it was his wife. Some a lady came over. She pulled out a kit. She stitched up his head. And back in. And he went back in. And then two plays later, he came out. He's like, we got to do it again. It, it, it tore out. And then he went right back in. Like, oh, yeah. it was crazy. Just but crazy. But, you know, we talk about building up to it. But sometimes it's knowing your limits that way. Yeah, right. for sure. We all know that, I mean, whether it's pain, tolerance, or whatever you want to call <laughs> stupidity, whatever you want to call it amongst athletes sometimes. Yeah. You push yourself. And you're like, hey, you kind of not got to know what you can tolerate and where you can go. Yeah. And if you're like, hey, this is fine. I, this, this soreness, I tell people sometimes achiness and soreness is okay, but when it's painful and adjust your throwing mechanism or your running mm-hmm. stride or your gait, stuff like that, that's when you go, is it worse than I need to have a look at or something like that? But yeah, you, if you know your limits and kind of know where you can, you can push some of those <laughs> limits pretty good and be fine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I know we're kind of we're throwing the rugby people <laughs> under the, oh, the rugby right. players under the buses a little bit, but it, but it, it is across the board, right? Mm-hmm. It's across the board. Right. Um, understand, listening to your body, knowing mm-hmm. where you're at. Um, I really do like the idea, though, of preparing yourself, but then allowing yourself to, to push yourself just a little oh, bit further. Oh, for sure. Um, because I think that sometimes we can not achieve our potential out of fear right. or concern. And so it's a, it's a balance. It's a balance because you don't want to go so far that you're injuring yourself and then that's the end of your 
potential or your uh, competitive opportunity. But you also want to, like I said, you want to peak at the right time. Right. You want right. to be able to reach that. Well, I, had, I remember in one of the Ironmans I was training for, and I was talking with one of the professionals from the year before, and he just got bringing that up. It's like, how do you know? And I go, how do you know when you can just push it and you've got enough left to get that last two right. miles? And he was saying, if you get that last mile or so or two, and you still feel like you're feeling pretty good, he didn't try. Hard he goes, enough. you didn't try hard enough, and you need to really kick it in for. <laughs> you better come into that finish line with everything you've got, you know. And I did. The first time I did, it was hard. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got. I left. I'll be honest. I left some out. I'm like, I don't know what I'm expecting. I didn't know what to do. And then that next time, I was dead coming through the finish line. Right. Yeah. But you you kind of learn your own body too, mm-hmm. as to say, hey, I've done this before. And I think that's the benefit of people that have come back. Mm-hmm try it once the first time like this yeah. is gonna be a cool experience and then they go okay it's i know time. what i did yeah, whether that's yeah. playing softball or i mean horseshoes yeah. or something like that something some of those other events knowing what i did and like okay mm-hmm. i know what i did and the competitive nature of the athlete yeah. comes in going okay i'm gonna do better next time <laughs> i can push it a little bit harder and still be safe and yeah. we definitely we definitely see that I, yeah. count, oh, countless stories oh, about yeah. that for sure yeah. which is which is so awesome we love being a part of that we love being a yeah. part of something that people can come, experiment just a little bit, figure out where their baseline is, and then improve mm-hmm. from there. Well, I think that, to me, is one of the funnest things about the senior games is because a lot of those things, I mean, we talk about it all the time with high school athletes or we're trying to you know, get injured, whatever it may be, broken arm, whatever the injury is, and you kind of look at, okay, what's your season and what have you got left? Yeah. But a lot of those you say, well, when's the next time you're going to play I mean, we picked on rugby, but competitive yeah. football for most of those right. people, right. right? And so for them, that's their season. But the senior games has kind of left this open to be like, hey, when's yeah. the next time you're going to run a 100-meter dash after right. high school for most people? Rarely. You, you may yeah. not get that it opportunity. It becomes that, right. okay, now I'm going to run a half marathon. Until you turn are, 50. Until you turn 50, and then there's the <laughs> opportunity. So it's fun, though, because there's those things that, hey, yeah. I was never going to do again, and look, now I can, now I can. do that again. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, you alluded to this, you touched on it, but I want to dig a little bit deeper since we're talking about injury and prevention and, and what really to do as an athlete getting ready to go. Um, throughout any training process, there's going to be sore muscles. You're going you're gonna to feel that for sure. Um, but then there's, the, there's a, the injury, which is a different level. So how do you know when it's time to see a doctor or do you just kind of grit your teeth and go for it? Like, when, How do you know when to do that? I don't know that there's a official at this point that's the same for everybody yeah mm. right and that's what's hard people i mean i get i took all the time i get people showing up at my house with hey is this broken I'm like i don't know for sure but you talk to them and figure it out but yeah you know i think that's where we go back we mentioned earlier kind of knowing your body and saying mm-hmm. look this feels different than just a strain or an ache right mm-hmm. um i was talking to something just about ankle sprain right i twist the world my ankle is it just sprained most likely yes yeah. but if it's you know, we'd mentioned just a few minutes ago, if it affects your gait, your stride, you're saying, I'm really having a tough time pushing off, and it isn't getting better within a few days or a week or so, and it's still limiting you, I think it's it's easy to see someone yeah. fairly quickly, you yeah. know, wherever you are. And, and just, then it's that, okay, now I'm reassured that I'm not doing, like I tell people a lot of times, it's, it may hurt and cause some soreness, but it's not doing damage, right? And yeah. that's that fine line to say, yeah. You can kind of run through this or keep playing through this, and here's our limitations or here's our limits. And now we kind of, as an athlete or as a person, you kind of know that. Mm-hmm. And then it allows you to, like we were talking earlier, to push through it and see how you're doing. Yeah. To give it a, you know, I there's no like question. There's no like step, step one, hey, two, at this three. point. You've yeah. got this much bruising or this much swelling or this much whatever. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's uh, 
going to be different for everyone for right. sure. Um, but I, I like the advice that you said is if it's, if it's been a, a week or so and it's still bothering you, get it checked out. And then worst case scenario, you get good news. Right. Correct. This is, hey, you're actually okay. It's painful, but you're okay. And then if you get the bad news, like, oh, we've got an injury, we've got to work on it, then at least you know what you've got to do, right. and then you've got to plan. That's to what I was even worst case scenario, at least you get the nose and you have the news, and hopefully whoever you saw has enough knowledge or knows how to work that, right? So if it happens in March, April, May, it's much easier to get ready and say, okay, hey, look, all right, a month down or whatever downtime, yeah. you can work through that and still get ready. Yeah. For the games or the yeah. competition, right? Yeah. Versus like, yeah. I lingered and lingered. And then you get to the game. Like, oh, now. Now it's too late. Yeah. It's yeah. too late. Yeah. And it's tougher. So. Yeah. yeah. And that whole, I know you've said it, but it's worth emphasizing. You've just got to listen to your body mm-hmm. and, and, right. and try to figure that out. Um, I have helped coach wrestling for the last several years. And one of the things that has been a challenge for my wife is I come home with a black eye every once in a while or a stiff neck or whatever. And, and I've also been injured, you know, where mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to take some time off. Like that has happened before, but, not that often though, but I not mean, very often, no, not very often, <laughs> but, um, it's one of the it's one of the things she's like you, you get hurt every time you go you get hurt every time you go and I'm like no it's okay we we're gonna be just fine anyway we were playing pickleball a few years ago and um, she actually felt a pop in her ankle and or in, in her heel it was, it was her, ended up being her Achilles but uh, we came off the court and she kind of limped off and uh, she, we went home. And we were just, you know, maybe it's fine. Everything's fine. Anyway, it ended up that the bruise like goes from her ankle all the way up to the back of her thigh, all the way up to the, Ooh. almost to her waist. So I'm like, honey, we've got to go check this out. So I have loved that she is, the, she has the most serious sports injury in the family so far, even though even she, though she's she thinks it's going to be me. She is the one with the most serious sports injury so far, but it is true. Like, obviously at that point we could see something was not right. right. So she, she had to, you know, she had, had to booted up and it became a whole a whole thing and uh, i still you know it comes up every once in a while i was saying he still rubs it in i'm sure <laughs> it just it just oh, randomly sure. comes up every once in a while so uh, anyway lots of lots of fun stuff there but um but listening to your body yeah i that's think that's the, the important thing. thing just listen to yourself and you know and if there's at, questions so. i mean most people i don't know i guess i shouldn't say most people a lot of docs if you call in and just have a quick question if it's something simple I think it's I, – I, I look that way, but just it's easy to yeah. ask, do a simple response and say, hey, this doesn't sound bad. Go ahead and keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or if, come if, on in. I if need, so, I need come to in. Let's do it really quick. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. So you've been working with sports medicine for a long time. That's really been your focus throughout your career. Uh, obviously, through the games, you've had an opportunity to interact with athletes from different parts of the country. And then just here locally, you've obviously had uh, opportunities. What do you think is the most important thing that – athletes need to know as they're gearing up and getting ready and preparing for their next competition, whether it's in October at the games or it's the next one that's coming up uh, around the corner. I think it's knowing your sport or what your, like whatever your competition is, right? Because we talk, we just talk musculoskeletal stuff, right? But if you're going to do more of an endurance event, what's your nutrition like? What's your you know, training that way. Are you eating properly? Are you getting the rest? I mean, that's a huge study right now in sports medicine. Actually, yeah. amongst the college, it's a huge discussion going on. You know, we've got these college top of their game athletic people, but they get horrible Just eating and they sleep. They stand up all night and it's like, and so that's become a big discussion. Yeah. So that's you know, it's the other things that we don't always think about is, am I eating properly or am I gonna, you know, halfway through the triathlon bonk or whatever and be like, yeah. okay, I can't finish because I didn't eat enough or yeah. pr- properly or stuff like that so i think that's something you got to think about is what's my sport and what's my goal yeah. 
And are there things outside of just the, you know, conditioning cardiovascular musculoskeletal that I should prepare to be that peak athlete? whatever the age is yeah for sure that makes sense now i'm gonna step away from that just a little bit i want to talk about your Uh triathlons (laughs) and your (laughs) athletes i think i think that it's um you know i think it's relevant because you're you're not only helping other people but you're actually accomplishing some of these things yourself first question how did you get into triathlons what was the decision where you're like that seems like something i want to try honestly that's a funny story um, so I came down here. It was after I finished. I had never done a triathlon. In fact, I used to joke and still do joke with people that my swim consisted of after I crashed while skiing or snow or wakeboarding was swimming back to the boat. That's how I would <laughs> swim. That was, that the, was extent, the swim. That was my swim. Um, I biked a lot in college, um, mountain bike and stuff a lot. And so I'd always had the bike part down. And then I just had a couple neighbors that said, hey, we're going to do this Ironman. I'm like, well... I'll do one of the sprints, the smaller ones, because yeah, I can't swim like. for a mile or two yeah. miles. That's not happening. So I started training with them, and about halfway through the training, I realized that I was already doing way more than I needed for my sprint. So I said, what the heck, I'll try it and do it. So the first time I did was a half so, Ironman. So the first triathlon that you ever did was a half Ironman. Was half Ironman. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was planning for, the, I was training for a sprint, <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm already there. Why not? Let's just go. <laughs> and then it's just been, I mean, I've always been active. Like I said, I I was mountain biking just the other day. I like to road bike still. If I can get out of town and not get hit by a car, but yeah, right. yeah. But that's so that's just just that being active. I love that lifestyle, hiking, camping, all that stuff. So that's fun. But yeah, just started Did training with neighbors, and it became this joke. We had an old bike, this old old heavy bike, and yeah. I got inherited it. I'm like, hey, this is kind of fun. And then by the time the triathlon came along, I'm like, I need a different you need bike. A different <laughs> bike. <laughs> heavy, but it just kind of. So that's I guess that's part of it, right? You talk about the games as far as the games, but it was the camaraderie of neighbors and friends yeah, that really yeah. got me in. Because mm-hmm. if I had been doing it myself, I'd have quit. Yeah. Because <laughs> the 6 a.m. swim and then it's tough, right? 10 o'clock half marathon, we'd have to go run. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I just stayed home. And yeah. Well, not it's, it, it's not like you don't have other things to do, right? Right. And especially training for a, an Ironman or a half Ironman. Mm-hmm. It's a significant time commitment. It is. Yeah. I, am a, I am a believer, and I really do think this is true, that um, – a, a sprint triathlon is much more accessible than most people believe that it is. hundred percent. I think if you don't know anything about triathlon, there's this intimidation level, but to be able to swim 400 or 500 meters, jump on a bike and ride for 12 to 15 miles and then run a 5k at the end, even saying that out loud, that might seem like a lot, but I think more people could do it than believe that they can do it. Hundred percent. There's that mentality of it, but but there's another step when you get to the Ironman level, right? Like at that point, it really does take a time commitment, right. an investment of your yes. time, because because those distances start to get significant. It becomes a part time job. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it really yeah. does. But so, the, but you mentioned the one thing I just make real quick is a lot of times that's what stops us. Yeah, mm-hmm. is we think, oh man, someone's going to bike for twelve miles. That's mm-hmm. a long way. Yeah. And now, you know, after you get biking with people like 12 miles, you, realize you, you 12 pound that out not, yeah. and nothing, right? Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes right that's what stops people from getting involved in sports is that seems like a long way. So that could be hard. And really after a few weeks of, if you want to say, quote, unquote, training, yeah. they realize that it's not it's as hard. But once you get past the mental, like mine was swimming. I'm like, yeah. I'm not swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get past that mental block, then you realize your body can do a lot more than you and think. I think that can be applied just across the board in sports right. and that's right. where just here at the games we get to see that so often played out where not it's not all the time that someone has never done anything and then they jump into the games although that happens yeah certainly happens and yeah. those are great stories 
oftentimes what it is is I, I played football in in high school or I played volleyball in high school and then I took 30 years off yeah. to raise a family yeah. and have a profession and you know that's that's a lifetime like that's mm-hmm. a whole generation that happens right there and then you yeah. come back to it with this maybe this level of intimidation or whatever but then you realize that it's possible and right. then you start that, that's when you start that competitive aspect it's always been there you just put it away for 30 years or something and then you start to feel it again and you go for it so well dr miller thank you so much we appreciate your time today and your expertise and uh i'm going to put you on record as saying that in a couple of years when you're eligible you're not eligible yet but when you're eligible we can count on you as an athlete yeah no problem i was gonna say i was walking down the hallway and they've got on the board here i don't know if anybody's been down here but they've got on the board these little different yeah, competitions little, little, little wellness competitions <laughs> little wellness we competitions and i saw and i saw kyle on a few i'm like okay that's a challenge i'll have to tell him and in a few years there we go look yeah, i'm even on there so no, that's awesome <laughs> lots of that's great cool. things going on so thank you so much for joining no problem us. yeah just a couple of things as we wind ourselves up here uh, i said it at the beginning of the show but just a reminder now is really yes. the time to register you can do all of that again finding your schedules your rules mm-hmm. all your questions answered at seniorgames.net take full advantage of our early bird pricing yeah Yes. That is in effect until August 1st, so you've mm-hmm. got plenty of time, but take advantage of it. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere that your favorite podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can do that very easily on your iPhone by just Mm -hmm. scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and shooting us some stars there. And then, as I said, um, the the website is where you get all that information. You can also find previous shows at SeniorGames.net as well. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. It comes from Nelson Mandela. A winner is a dreamer who never gives up. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. (laughs) 